Welcome in, everyone, to episode 126 of the Barely Educated Podcast. I'm Mark, joined, as always, by Chris. Chris, how are you? It's Friday. I'm all right. Uh, I think I'm recovered from that, uh, whatever that was last night on Thursday Night Football. Oh, oh, that, oh. Little... Yeah, congratulations, America. You are done with Bears Thursday night games. <laughs> Although the first one was actually pretty entertaining. It was. And they got points. a Monday night one versus the Vikings, which I don't know if they, they can flex out a Monday night football now. Oh, they I can. don't know if they're going to do that because the Chicago market is still the Chicago market, right? Correct. But I think there's still that primetime game and maybe one more. I don't know. But but we're through the Thursday Bears, and that was always going to be a, a dreadful game. The one we had uh, wow. last night. Uh, I mean, but it wasn't. I mean, it was just boring. Like they were super conservative on both sides, and the quarterbacks couldn't do anything, and so the football was ugly. Yeah, very ugly. I I always figure that uh, you can't really judge a first round quarterback in his first season that well, especially the number one overall pick. But boy, Bryce Young does not look good. Like uh, I'm, I'm not seeing anything that makes me think like, oh, there's something in there, you know. Like with Fields, you're like, oh, there it is. You, you get glimpses of it. I don't see anything from Bryce Young. Do you? Not really. No. Uh, so I think one of the first takeaways is actually the Panthers part of this, even though it's sort of silly on a Bears pod, but. I think there are parallels to draw and things to think about. We see there all the worst things about picking a quarterback early with your resources already depleted and not really giving him much of a nest around him. Now, there's more than one way to do this, right? I mean, CJ Stroud doesn't, maybe his teammates are better than we all thought. Obviously, Tunsil's really good. Maybe those receivers are better than we thought now that he's elevated them a little and he looks great. So, like, it can go either way. And it's ultimately up to the QB and the coaches, I think, more than anything. But that O-line is bad. <laughs> Those weapons are bad. Yes. Bryce Young may also be bad, but I can't tell exactly because okay. of the situation he's in. But I think what they've done is – no, I think he, I think he's playing bad. But I think he's been dropped in a bad situation, and he's not dynamic enough to overcome it. He's a quarterback who does need time. He needs to do the Drew Brees shuffle shot sidestep so I can see and then release the ball thing. And when the line isn't good enough for him to do that, I mean, it was like adorable. He's sitting there throwing on his tiptoes half the time last night. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I really question whether he can see stuff, which is uh -huh. weird because it's like, okay, at Bama, all the tackles are NFL sized. It's not like he's coming from Shepard, right? He's played with NFL players his whole college career, and he could see fine. But you watch the game last night, and you're like, man, those physical limitations seem to be a big problem. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, but his team stinks. But it's like that he might be good if, if, if everything was better, which wouldn't be worthy of a number one pick. That's why I asked. I wanted your perspective on that because I was not seeing. But yeah, like I said at the outset, Still too early, in my opinion, to make a judgment call on Bryce Young as Definitely. an NFL quarterback. Definitely. Just so far, ooh, ooh, a little rough. Early returns look like look like he needs quite a bit more help around him, which makes it a pretty bad overall number one pick. Yeah, they, they're not going to be able to get him. You're supposed to be Trevor him, Lawrence, right? Where you, like, as long as the coach isn't a total nitwit, you're fine. I mean, bad coaching, almost no one can overcome, it appears. 
Yeah, right. I, I got so some. That is one of the first takeaways. Yeah. Okay. One last thing on Carolina: having traded their first this coming draft and the second in twenty-five, and DJ Moore, they did a double error here in picking the wrong player and their toast in the future. Yeah. They yeah. have one of the worst situations in the league, maybe the worst. In recent right memory, now. too. Yeah. That's, and they hired yeah. an experienced coach who looks completely lost. Yeah, the team it, looks lost. I like, guess it, it's just like everything is a mess there, and the Bears beat a bad team, or the, a bad team, the Bears beat a worse team, the Panthers, but they might be the worst situation in the league. Yeah, for sure. And is, what do you think of those rumors that uh, Frank Reich wanted CJ Stroud? And uh, his GM above him. Well, it doesn't look like he knows what to do with Bryce Young, right? <laughs> it doesn't. But that's Believable. just got a sting, man, because, man, CJ Stroud, oh, I watched man. highlights of his last game. I hadn't seen him play yet. But that dude is Holy making cow, some big incredible. boy throws. I mean, it's not, it's not just garbage time yards. He is making big time down the field. He looks calm. He looks I like thought, he's – man, it's crazy. Yeah, I was – I didn't think he would be this good. I thought he had a really good arm from college, like all the other recent Ohio State QBs, like our own. And I thought from interviews that I caught that he didn't seem very, like, I don't know, quick-witted. You know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. didn't seem like he was quick on his feet. And then you hear that he bombs the test, whatever it's called. And you know, and I was like, mm, meh, I don't think he's going to pan out. And then I couldn't be more wrong. He's crushing it and... Football smart is different than other smart. You know what yeah. I mean? Like whatever that test measures, it doesn't always get it right because he's off to a basically historic start halfway through his rookie yes. year. And obviously that's still early, but I mean, it's eight games. It's nine games, right? Or whatever. I can't remember if they've had their bye, but it's not like it's two. Pretty darn yeah. good. 14 so to one. It, it's, uh... it's also proof, I think. Yeah. 14 to one TD to Ince. Pretty good. It's also Pretty proof good. that evaluating the quarterback is still a mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there isn't so the there's two ways to, to look yeah. at this after all this, right? Like mm-hmm. get the team around the QB better before you pick them, a la the Niners, or keep taking your ch- shots until you get one, which the Texans have done. And here's how much the quarterback coach can matter. The Texans were a joke for five years. It's like a new coach every year for three years, right? Mm-hmm. And and like QB carousel and Davis Mills and the hilarious loss of the tank. And you know what? That's good football karma. You know what? Thank you, Texans, for the, the pick. DJ Moore and the future draft capital and whatever we do with that. And th- the football gods are like, here, you did the Bears a solid have a CJ Stroud. I think it's a good reminder not to get too high or low because mm-hmm. you know Texans fans had to be just despondent when they cost themselves their number one pick, and then you oh, look sure. up this year and you're like, and it doesn't matter. Does not matter. Yep. You got that quarterback right. You are so, good kind to of go. Fun thought. Yep. And they look they look like they may have hired that like that one every ten you know good defensive coaches. <laughs> he might yep. be the one that breaks mm-hmm. the rule for you know. There's always one here and there, and even then they're still going to lose that coordinator, so it's still going to hurt. So Bears-wise, I thought the defense had a really good game, but the opponent being so bad makes it a little tricky. Montez Sweat had a bajillion hurries, and he didn't get a sack or all that many stats, but he was everywhere. You saw what they see in him. His pursuit speed is incredible. Yeah, made the whole line better. You know, made the whole defense better. And the uh, Ngakwe sack was because Sweat – 
forced Young to the right. Like they didn't really mention that in the broadcast, but it's totally because he runs right into it. They weren't watching last night. <laughs> the broadcast. No, yeah, the broadcast was not watching. <laughs> I was waiting for Mama Kelsey to get in there uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> to show up with whatever he was doing on the Manning cast. Oh man. Yeah. By the uh, way, I think the Mannings are fun and hilarious. I think the guests are trash unless they're actual I, football people. Can we please not do this? Like, let's not emulate that in normal broadcasts unless they're actually going to talk about the game. I agree. When that's just the two of them talking shop, that's awesome. It's hilarious. Yeah, as soon as they get, yeah, and they pick on each other, and it's uh huh. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, I agree. When they get a guest, and then they bring in a quarterback, and you're like, "Ooh, this is good." Mm -hmm. And then they bring in like a movie star, and you're like, "What are we doing?" Uh huh. Yeah. I heard their ratings were down big time. Maybe I'm not the only one who thinks this. But when it's just the two of them or an actual player, it's pretty fun. But like the broadcast was. Every bit as disinterested as the rest of America. <laughs> uh <-huh. clears throat> yes, they were. And man, um, I don't know what Tony Gonzalez is doing, but he he was. Um, it seemed to me like the the other guys in that whatever on the dais on the field, you know, like they all had good realistic yeah, the post game, uh, pre game, yeah, halftime guys. They had a good expectation about Tyson Bajant and Justin Fields. Like, hey, great story, this kid. Look what he's two and two when he was called in. What a story, what a story. Uh, Justin Fields is coming back. But Chris, uh, Tony Gonzalez was like, oh, no, no, they're done. They got to you know, try to trade Justin Fields. And like, I was like, where is this coming from? I don't know. I I don't understand why we have to have that conversation now. Yeah. At, like on a on a broadcast. A broadcast, exactly. I mean, It's one thing for a bunch of dumbos like us to do it in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think that's There's what time still to figure out what they're going to do with Fields. I know that's like a boring answer, but... Mm -hmm. it's still up to how he plays the rest of the way. Can he stay healthy the rest of the way? Are they picking third or first? Are they picking fifth? All these things will be in the calculus as to what they do with Justin Fields. But yeah, if he's Vikings, Packers, Bucks game, Justin Fields, I'm not going to hold the Chiefs against him. Their defense yeah. is killing everybody. It and really is, yeah. Whatever. But if he's if he's like bad like he was against those teams that are very much beatable, then yeah, trade him. I'm done with him. It's just not clicking. Mm -hmm. If he's like he played against the Commanders or the Broncos minus those fourth quarter turnovers, especially the fumble, then that's a little different. If we're picking first and he's like the Vikings-Packers game, then yeah, he's gone. Mm -hmm. But if we're picking fourth and he plays somewhere in between, it's a whole different story. Yeah. So this conversation is premature on a broadcast. Yeah. That... And Bajan, right now, right now we think Bajan is, is like – supposed to play the rest of the year instead of fields why i don't know i i can't figure it out and i i let dumb dumb bears fans bother me too much i've realized that the last two weeks here like why does it eat at me <laughs> so much you know i just uh. yeah i'm more annoyed when people who are following the team are dumb but yeah it does bother yeah. you the well it does but the, the, the enabling of that like already it's like hey look tyson bajan is 500 as a starter way better than fields it's a no-brainer who we got to go with we got to go with the guy who wins uh, that, are, are you are you trying to be this dumb you know <laughs> like i probably don't, i don't get <laughs> no, that's just it comes naturally to him I guess. So, like i don't want to begrudge fans because i think your average fan doesn't really do all that much you know 
extra work yeah. on it. Like they don't look at the stats and do some of the stuff we do or that former student Tim does. Well, or cousin yeah. Nate. I mean, cousin Nate, you're throwing them at me rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Buddy Brian! <laughs> ah, um, hey, Buddy Brian's been on fire in the group chat. Oh my gosh, back. bravo, Brian. This is beautiful. <laughs> no, but, Comes in swinging with the jokes. But you know, I think the problem is that, that people who are not going to take the time to be as informed, and that's fine. Football doesn't have to be as serious as it is for us, for everybody. But they, they don't defer to the people who are. Yes. So like, yes, listen to the people, not even us, listen to the people no, who really us. break down the film. Listen to the former players who aren't already getting paid a bajillion dollars by Amazon to basically say nothing. <laughs> listen to those guys who are starting up a channel who were in the league or the guys who break down the N- N- L22 or the guys who do heavy analytics, because that stuff is going to give you a better long range view of things and your sunday night football is a joke i mean that's nauseating your amazon broadcast is awesome for its prime vision yes and the stuff they say is here miss Mm -hmm. prime vision's awesome yes it is and and otherwise don't don't have such a strong view if you aren't taking the time to look at what people who really do put the time in are saying and the people putting time in are saying man bajan's a really cool story and we shouldn't mm-hmm. ruin that by overdoing it which is what really frustrates me because i feel like the broadcasts make me dislike the whole thing more yes. than i want to right exactly I'm trying to rein that reaction in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he's a backup on the cheap that's going to save you 10 million bucks the next three or four years yes. yeah. this is a big win mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be more than that mm-hmm. your your backup is on the roster you don't know who your qb1 going forward is at the moment right mm-hmm. next year i mean and so, like, we're ruining it when it's, like, this constant barrage of comparisons and, like, we, players hear it. And so I think there is one serious thing with the fans there. We have got to learn to just let it breathe a little bit so these QBs have more of a chance of not getting overwhelmed by the noise. Because let's be honest, when they get drafted, they're still kids. Mm. They're young men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If and you I... pick Caleb Williams, you're picking a 21-year-old who just reacted at the end of a game that he played lights out by crying and having his mom hold him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's emotionally a child in a lot of ways still. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just can we just all calm down? That, bother- that bothered me. The, uh, him, but yeah, the, the heat that he took for that, I thought was really unnecessary and inappropriate too. You know. Well, it makes yeah. me worry. Like, is he emotionally mature enough to lead a team mm. already next year? That's fair. Like, is he That's really fair. ready? But I thought it was gross that they recorded it in the first place yes yes you know what i mean like can we not have the camera than just having it on there for so long mm-hmm. so but now back to the back to the bears and Sorry, things yes. they did well as we no no it's fine i mean i, I guess we could wrap up the bajan thing he, he was dreadful against the saints mm-hmm. then they reined him in again and he didn't do anything last night shut up like broadcast i mean really uh-huh yeah, they he tried through the ball five yards over and over again. And then he had a um, the best throw of the night was the one they threw to Mooney to clinch the game. Even that he though, he completely don't... passed a wide open touchdown. Yeah. There yeah. were three or four plays on Prime Vision where the receiver's wide open because that's one of the things it does is it highlights when they're open. And he doesn't throw it. He did not trust himself to throw it down the field or they didn't. But they called a couple deep shots and he wouldn't take them. So there's that... another one where he's scrambling right. And I think it was Mooney or maybe more. And they were also wide open on the right side. Justin throws that. As much as Justin frustrates me for sometimes not throwing it, he would have thrown that. He would have probably thrown the one to Scott. And it's like, 
this offense is incredibly limited. That game plan has the lowest ceiling ever. Mm-hmm. You can beat the Panthers yeah. with that kind of offense. Barely. You can't barely. beat a real quarterback. You can barely, barely. beat so, like, the worst team at I don't want to hear that he should start over Justin. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool that we have a backup with a neat story on the cheap. Yeah, all right, two thoughts on that. Uh, one, the, the last throw to Mooney, that was a better catch than throw in my opinion. It was, but, but it was like interesting because it was aggressive with coverage there, and he wasn't throwing anything near where there was coverage before. Yeah, that's true, but it almost got Mooney killed. It was a heck of a <laughs> so, grab, though. Yeah, yeah he had true. to and pull it in, like, ah, yeah. And Mooney's, you know, not the biggest frame guy. I, I, I worry about Mooney. I really He's like tough, him, but though. I worry about him. He is, he is, yeah. Second thing, yeah. you remember talking about Fields at the beginning of the year, and did they coach the aggressive out of him? It sure looked mm-hmm. like they coached the aggressive out Did of agent, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. That that's what it looked like, and you know I I understand that more because he doesn't have the gun that feels us. Although Bajan insists he has a cannon, more of a catapult in my opinion than a cannon. But, uh, <laughs> um, but it sure looked like that, more didn't of a it? Musket with wet gunpowder. Like, <laughs> it, it looked like, <laughs> it looked like he was thinking, "Don't screw it up! Don't screw it up!" That's yeah, coming like off the me. five turnover day or however many he had four, what he had four and more had one against the Saints. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing where I was like, "This they've already got him like playing ultra conservative," which is why I hate the process in hiring a D coach, and I hate the way they've coached Fields and guys. We almost made it twenty minutes before we started hating on the coaches. That has got to <laughs> hey, be a record. All right, right, Woo! right. Hey, but hey, we right, refuse. Right. Okay, right. Hey, he has something up, you have his, that up sleeve. your sleeve. He has it up his sleeve. What about you? You've got this button up on. I have nothing up my sleeve. That was What's... so awkward, that whole thing. And then the the Jason Leeser, and he's like, what do you have up your sleeve? It's yeah, like, what's up yours? Why is he flirting with Jason Leeser? <laughs> <laughs> like, <what's... laughs> we work hard. We play hard. Oh, no. I was just like, what do we... What's he up was yours? a little too happy about that joke. He's like, I made it funny. <laughs> He's such oh, a dork, gosh. man. He's such oh, a dork. They can't be back, right? But, right? They can't be back. There's a scenario where he's back. We can talk about that, too, sometime. Oh, okay. oh no. I do want to get back to the defense for a yes. second. I keep saying Sorry. it. And it keeps Sorry. Saying. Kyler Gordon, wonderful game. Mm-hmm. I've been hard on him in the past. I'd like to see things become a little more consistent. Brisker was awful in the first half, pretty good in the second half. Gotta wonder is there, is there still concussion? Uh, he played all the snaps. There? I know, but is he played all the snaps? I'd say just maybe Rusty. Okay, all right. But if you're gonna be the box safety, you can't blow the tackle. What? Yeah, he's like you. You know, you don't do enough in coverage. I don't know. I still don't love that pick because it's just not the right positional value i have not but, understood um, the uh, gordon was excellent yeah. yes i agree totally and sweat is legit man i know you brought him up yep. already get but him some dude, more help next guy. year yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and jack sanborn another really nice game it's a shame he didn't Solid. catch the pick oh i was right there tough play for a linebacker but she should have <laughs> caught it um stevenson again dropped a pick thought he said he wasn't yeah. gonna do that uh... But these guys yeah. are young. A lot of them are really young. The defense is coming along. I will begrudgingly admit the defense is coming along. Eberflus is absolutely more creative with the calls than Williams was. He'll do like the double mug A gap and back one of them off and try to keep guys guessing. 
he, he's calling up decent defense, but again, quality of opponent. Yeah. Only the second six... they play a real quarterback, they look horrible. Right. Yep. Yep. They only gave up six points, you know, the because of the still impressive play. no matter who you're playing. It is, yeah. In the NFL, it only six, uh, and with no turnovers too. Game. Often, if there's a if you give up six to another team, you've got a couple turnovers in there. The Bears it was a weird game. Stopped them. Sense, there were no yeah. missed field goals. Yeah, nothing like that. Well, oh wait, I'm that's sorry. why it was just kind they of boring. Mean... There weren't very many like exciting plays. You know, it was just yeah, they did kind of game. They did miss the 59-yard field goal. I, I was wrong about that. Dude, what was that? That was some bad well, – did we finally have the coaching advantage in a game? At oh, least in gosh. that one game with those two, I think we did. Same thing with the, the Raiders game. You have to go oh, for my it. my gosh. F- 59 yards. What are you, crazy? It's Chicago. It's Eddie Panera. This isn't like a dome or, I don't know, Vinatieri or – And what, know, are you, pick a what are you telling – what are you telling your rookie quarterback there, too? Yeah. Fourth, fourth and he, he came out and has said. Yeah, sorry, finish your thought. No, just that, what does that say to your young quarterback when you're like, ah, fourth and ten, I really want to win this game, so we're going to try to uh, tie it with uh, the 59-yard field goal. That's just got to be uh, debilitating to young, I would think. I think uh, it was Reich who already came out and said if he had to do it over again, he'd try to give him his moment. Yeah, like, should, that's what he should have done. In hindsight, but like, yeah. yeah. And then Eddie Panera's like, <laughs> like what? I wasn't going to make that. Like, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> the shrug. That was the most entertaining <laughs> thing in the whole game. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that. And he's kicked there, but too. The biggest. You should have told me. We like, have somehow buried the uh, lead. Yes. Yeah, true. We, we've buried the lead this whole time. The Bears kept the, pack, uh, the Panthers pick where we want it. That's the biggest that's right. thing for the Bears. That is right. Uh, and yeah. I do think forecasting the organization, if they make the right choices this offseason, that's a huge if. They're, they have a lot better future than a lot of people might suppose. They have a lot of assets. They, they do. have avenues to blue chip players, and they finally mm-hmm. have a couple in more and sweat. Mm-hmm. I think Wright's going to become one. I think Jenkins could become one if he gets to settle into a position. Braxton Jones, another nice game he was the highest graded bears o lineman 34 hmm. pure pass rush snaps no pressures wow all he has to do is cut out the penalties actually did he have any last night i don't think he did last nope night. nope so that's like good. that's been his problem when he's been in yeah i mean they might have their tackles of the future i, I realize there's a, definitely a scenario in the draft where like where they're picking the tackle might be the guy like at five or six or something mm-hmm. and that's fine too but braxton jones is not a problem yeah um, the other player I wanted to mention is TJ Edwards. We haven't talked enough about him on the pod. He has now set a, well, so far, this is like one of those stupid ESPN stats somewhat <laughs> where it's like, that's the most velocity on a two run Homer in the sixth inning on a Tuesday in 17 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he has got Whoa. the most tackles ever through 10 games in a Bears season. That's, that's saying something. With this team, this is I mean, considering the position. Yeah, Bears linebackers have a pretty good track record. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, he's a little he's a little iffy in coverage sometimes, but he's playing good. And it just makes me wonder why did we sign Edmonds when we can just have played Sanborn and Edwards? Yeah, um, that resource use is a little sketchy. I think the thinking was San Sanborn is definitely better against the run. Than against the pass, and maybe Edmonds and they didn't would... trust that he could 
actually, yeah. That's what I think. I, I'm just speculating. But in, I sure wish they'd have gone after one of the three techs. I mean, if we were actually serious about running the coach's defense, then part of me is like, I'm glad they didn't. Maybe they'll fire him now. <laughs> it's like, it's like getting closer. So, all right, finally, I'll talk about it. So Adam Johns, who I think is actually probably the best guy on the beat at this point, had his bold predictions sort of halfway-ish through the season this week. It's like obviously a little over, but whatever. Okay. And one of them was that Eberflus would be back for one more year. Hold on to your butts. Basically, because he thinks the Bears can win four more games at the time, now down to three because they've just won the one. And if you win three more games, obviously, three or four more games even, you'd you'd be able to be like, look at the progress. And that hurt my soul. <laughs> because John's is really well connected. And I'm hoping that's just like not actually because he's hearing that from people above the coach at Hallis Hall. And I realize Warren is the ultimate wild card. But I think this is scariest scenario at play here. I wish I could take it off of the table that Matt Eberflus was trying to find a couple weeks ago. But if they win even one of the next four, which I think they'll lose them all, but if they win one of them, they set up to win six or seven games because the last three are not hard. So to be clear to people, they go at Detroit. Loss. At Minnesota. Loss. Home for Detroit. Loss. Cleveland. I'm not sure if I'm getting mm. them in the 100% right order. Yeah. Cleveland's defense is incredible. That's a loss. They aren't going to be able to do anything on with the ball against that defense. Fields is going to hear. But let me be... let me just get let me just get the details right since we've stumbled okay. into it. By the way, Bears lost to the Saints and looked bad. There, there's your post game on the Saints. <laughs> All right, yeah. So at Detroit, at Minnesota, two losses. I was right. Home for the Lions, three losses. At the Browns, four losses. So I feel like they're going to lose four in a row now. That puts them at three and 11. Mm, you yes. say, all right, they're going to fire him. I'm fired. All right. Oh, you think? Not so fast. What? This is the part that scares me. Home for the Cardinals. Win. Home for the Falcons. Mm, Tough one to call right know. now, isn't it? They're not mm -hmm. very good. Neither are the Bears. It's at home. It's... December 31st, Dome team. If fair weather ever matters, and I'm not convinced <laughs> it does. Hey, and Green then Bay. at Green Bay. Hey, so Green there's a scenario where they lose four straight and win three straight to end the season. That is true. And end up six and ten, right? Is that the math? So if they do yeah. that, though, are they – they're not picking so a if quarterback. If they steal then. a game in there and they get to seven, oh, my goodness, they're going to keep him. They're not gonna, but then they're not gonna pick a quarterback, right? Because then you're back to the whole uh, offset with the GM, the head coach, and the quarterback. I sure hope they don't. The worst, so like, if we run the scenarios, you know, if you like run an algorithm here in conversation mm -hmm. for the different scenarios, the worst scenario is keep the coach, new quarterback. Yes, because like you said, then it staggers again, and all I want is for it to line up. The best scenario is fire everyone, and you have a top two pick. Uh -huh. This is all predicated on Fields not demonstrating enough. Right, which right, right, right. Seems more likely than right, not as much yeah. as I would love for him to demonstrate it. I'm at like okay. 75 80%. The best scenario if, yeah, if that's true and Fields hasn't demonstrated, the best scenario is fire everybody, draft Mayor Williams at the top. Uh -huh. Here's my attempt 
to help you not completely hate keeping the coach for one more year. And I do think we should hate it because he's bad. <laughs> and I, and again, hopefully they'll lose some of those that we think they can win and it won't be an issue and he gets five wins and fired. But you have the number one pick from Carolina, but you're not using on a quarterback. Williams isn't quite the home run everyone thought in September, myself included. Mm-hmm. So you trade the first round pick, number one pick again. This time to the Giants, who are sitting at three. You pick up draft capital next year, and now you pick Marvin Harrison Jr. And now one of the things we've been saying is, well, you got to pick the QB this year because you have the assets. Unless you just reset that whole thing and have two picks next year. Mm. And then you give Fields one more chance to prove it. And you have a generational, the actual generational prospect in this draft is Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm, yeah. to pair with DJ Moore. That's a good wide receiver I do not room. prefer that to the other scenario, but I can survive it. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, yeah. I can live with this plan. So when when the press conference hits in January and they keep Eberflus and I threaten to quit the pod, remind me I need to wait <laughs> for the draft. All right. I will be accepting applications in, uh, in February for a new co-host if uh, that's the – no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to let you quit. I wish I knew how to quit you. Do you see the point I'm trying to make? I do. Yeah, I do. If Poles is like, I have long-term security, I'm going to give the coach one more year. It, this is all – the only way to talk yourself into it, in my opinion, is Williams doesn't really quite crush the end of the season. And Fields isn't a total answer either way. And you're like, we're going to run it back with Fields anyway, so we're going to keep the coach. And then we're going to use the draft capital to – bulk up for next year and we'll pick the stud receiver this year you know i'm more okay with keeping floose if getsy doesn't stick around he's really the guy i kind of that... think he's the bigger problem here agreed 100 like, percent agree. defense is playing well uh-huh 100 percent agree but yes. again, even if you get the coordinator right and you fire getsy then you just have to keep the revolving door so i still hate the whole <clears throat> concept yeah but i think getsy is actually currently worse at his yes. job during the game agreed 100 but who agreed. does Flus know that's going to be any good at this frank reich <laughs> he might be available <laughs> see also yesterday yeah, he's about to be <laughs> haven't they fired a coach like three years in a row or replaced one aren't they like something doing like the Texans that. thing? something like that yeah but what do you think of that idea of if they kept everybody they would trade the, the top pick and then they'd get the nest built up for the next guy the next year, and they'd have given everybody a bigger chance, and they can justify it more. I could, I can just see yeah. that scenario. It's I, not the one I'm rooting for. I can see it as well. A couple of reasons. One, you really just don't know about a quarterback, a number one pick. You just don't know. Bryce Young, great example. You know, there have been so many. I mean, right, what right, if you, you know, can right, get right? <laughs> There, there yeah, is... yeah. What if you can get the number three pick in this draft, which is going to be Marvin Harrison, mm-hmm. and you get the Giants first next year and the year after because they're mm-hmm. because the QB market is better than it was for the draft picks. I mean, last year there you are... can actually get two firsts. Yes, plus there, one this year. There are still so many it, right, so many holes that need to be filled and depth that needs to be added to the team, so that even if you do get another quarterback twenty five. You're dropping that rookie in a better situation, so I can see I can see be, it from that I perspective. I think that could be a formula pulls uses. I can also see if the Bears are picking second and third, which is the dream, 
basically. You know, they lose a bunch of those games we thought they'd win. Mm -hmm. And you fire the coach, and you pick the QB, and you get Marvin Harrison. Yeah, if you get... That's the one I'm rooting for most. If you can get May and Harrison... At this point. And a new coach. But I don't want the new QB if I'm not firing the coach, because then you just do the whole screwed up his first year thing. I'm not... That's the thing I want to avoid the most, because it ruins the value yeah. and it ruins the development and sets them on a path to, to fail. Mm-hmm. But I do not want them back. I'm just trying to come up with a scenario where I can like, I know this is good. This is a good maniac. This is a good intellectual exercise just to uh, weigh the, uh, weigh the possibilities and the consequences that could go with them. I totally get that. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk then about a couple other games this week. So we both nailed our prediction for Thursday, as usual. To be fair, we probably both would have picked the Bears in an ugly game. Like, that one, I might actually be accurately saying that. Yeah. Hey, how about Connor Bedard's day before we do this? Sorry. Four points? Two goals, two assists. Woo! Pretty good. Woo! He's the the C.J. Stroud of hockey. (laughs) That's right. Speaking of C.J. Stroud, Texans at Bengals. That could actually be kind of fun to watch. Could be. Boy, uh... a little bing banged up with the receivers. There's a chance there for Houston, but I think Cincinnati wins. They're playing better than anybody in the league right now. Out of their mind, like Joe Burrow is back. I'm I repent in dust and ashes, Joe, for thinking maybe you were not as good as we all thought at the beginning of the season. I was wrong. My Super Bowl pick is back on the board, boys. <laughs> <laughs> for all yeah. sweating that one. I mean, you can't have your Super Bowl pick not even make the playoffs. So I was sweating it a little bit. Sure doesn't look like uh, the Chiefs, game of does the it? week. Yeah. No, I mean the defense is good enough if they ever get the rest of it going. But the game of the week might be San Francisco at Jacksonville. Are the Ooh. Niners going to get off their losing streak against a pretty solid Jacksonville team that also gets to beat up on an iffy division? Where are they? Where are they playing? At Jacksonville. Yeah, I like Jacksonville in that game. I think uh, I think Brock Purdy has been found out that he is really just, you know, a good seventh-round pick quarterback, a good game manager. That's what I think. But uh, And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he hasn't been outstanding, but he's been really good. So Jacksonville defense, home. sneaky good. Fourth mm-hmm. against the run, eighth overall. Yeah. I'm thinking of it. Shout out to the Bears run D. That's a real thing to be it good at. It really is. Yes. Yes. And even a little bit of pressure makes a big difference. You don't even need to get the sacks necessarily. Just the pressure makes yep. a difference. So anyway, sorry. Yep. Another game. And we got to do our division and then we'll get out of here because my dogs are like going to the door. Okay. All antsy. <laughs> the dogs are barking. Detroit at the Chargers. Ooh. Well, Chargers isn't ever really kind of a, a home game, matchup. right? Yeah. Uh, they're hard to predict. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Detroit, Detroit just Detroit got looks... slacked by Baltimore last time we saw him, right? Didn't they uh, have a bye after that? Two... Was it the, oh, maybe. No, that's two games ago. Give me Detroit. I, I just, like, I just don't touch the chargers as much as I love the QB. There's talent on that team that just doesn't seem to put it together. Coach issue. Maybe I think the yeah, give me the lions and give me, I'll say the Niners bounce back in the other one. That okay. Would different. That sounds good. <laughs> You know, Justin Herbert picked the Bengals. Justin Herbert's a great example of not using wins and losses as a QB stack because I think he's, I believe he's like 500 or right around there. And yeah, he is not a 500 quarterback. You know what I mean? So, not by talent. Yep. So, that's another uh, 
the whole QB wins and losses. I hate that. Hate that. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'll pick Detroit though to to be clear. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Green Bay three and five at Pittsburgh five and three. I feel like Pittsburgh is a crappy five and three. Mm. It's ugly. The defense is really good. I think they're going to make Green Bay's offense look hilarious. So yeah, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I will take Pittsburgh. And I will take forwards. I will take Pickett gets hurt and Mitch Trubisky comes in, has his revenge against the Green Bay. No, I really don't think that's going to happen. I think this. I think the Steelers win a. <laughs> he uh, throws a pick six. <laughs> Steelers win a uh, an ugly one, like a nineteen thirteen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like kind of like we just watched last night. Ugh. Last one, unless the Monday night game's any good. No. Denver Buffalo, no thanks. <laughs> the other divisional game, five and four teams, pair of them. Saints at the Fighting Vikings, who somehow are five and four and might be getting Jefferson back. Yeah, and uh Dobbs had a good uh improbable debut with the Vikings last week. You know? Incredible story. You know he's he actually is a rocket scientist. Like that's one reason he was able to like absorb the playbook. Like he's super smart. He really is a rocket scientist. Like wow. Astrophysics or something like that. Yeah. Pretty he's great. A, he's in the huddle. Come on, the guys. Saints, though, rocket science. I think people are sleeping on the Saints just because the offense is so clunky and unorthodox, but they do score and the defense is really good. Really good defense. And I just yeah. feel like they're not going to. I mean, it was fun and all with Dobbs, but this is not the Falcons' defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably a return to uh, reality for the Vikings. Yeah. I'm with you. And I want the Bears to feel like they have a chance against the Vikings in a couple of weeks. <laughs> or do I? No, they, they, I guess mm. they, yeah, good question. <laughs> All right, take it out of here, sir. All right, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, sorry we weren't uh, here before the Thursday game. just wasn't enough time, but uh, we appreciate you listening to this show, hearing our thoughts on the beloved Chicago Bears. Find us on the uh, social networks, at barely underscore educated. Check out our website, buymeacoffee.com slash barely underscore educated. Join our honor roll. We'll send you a t-shirt. We will talk to you uh, next week before the Bears uh, face Detroit. Until then, bear down, my friends. You got to do a good job of executing that plan, not only during the week, but also, you know, tactically during the game. You know, that's an important part of, of uh, being having tactics. English, mother. Do you speak it? My Chicago Bears. I wish I knew how to quit you. I love the Bears.